स्मार्ट यू आर लिसनिंग टू हेल्थ शॉट्स ब्रॉट यू बाय एच डी स्मार्ट कास्ट दिस इज ड्रामा डाउन अंडर अ पॉडकास्ट वे वी गोइंग टू टॉक अबाउट वन थिंग एंड वन थिंग ओनली दिस वेरी इंपॉर्टेंट पार्ट ऑफ द फीमेल अनाटमी इज स्पोकन अबाउट विद अ लॉट ऑफ शर्म विद अ लॉट ऑफ हया But in this podcast, we're going to do away with exactly that. We're going to help you understand your vagina better through personal anecdotes and also biology and practical advice. I'm Meghna Kriplani, your host, and joining me in this exciting conversation is Dr. Nivedita Manokaran. Dr. Nivedita is a dermatologist and venerologist who currently lives in Sydney and works in sexual and reproductive medicine. You might also know her as Dr. Nini Antabus on Instagram, where she talks extensively about sex ed. Together, she and I are going to unfurl the drama down under for you. So, are you ready? So, uh, today we are going to talk about something that is not considered anything less than a scandal or a controversy, which is uh, masturbation. And while masturbation for both men and women comes with a lot of stigma in India, when it comes to women, we barely talk about it. because either we are very embarrassed or we feel you know very guilty about the fact that we masturbate or we think mm-hmm. that this is something which is just dirty and bad for our health so where do you think the stigma comes from right see i mean i think the whole thing about the word sex and sexual health or masturbation or anything related to thing the whole stigma comes from our whole occupancy of the british and the whole thing comes from the english culture it is not a very indian culture at all because i think we have addressed this in several places where indian culture was the most forward culture and if you see that in our architecture mm. depicting several monuments and several temples and several places where we see you know a uh, polygamy and it has depicted male and male sex it has depicted male and female and group sex and anal and oral so we have a very very forward thinking history to be honest so from that how we have gone to the word talking about sex and talking about masturbation or anything related to sex has become such a taboo and such a thing that that is associated with shame and guilt is something that you know british bought along with them you know it was their way of um, disciplining or their way of telling that talking about sexuality mm-hmm. or yeah so that's something that they have brought in and they forgot to take it with them when they left and we have actually forgotten to given that back to them you know we have kind of think the patriarchal society has kind of uh, for its own convenience or you know its own reasons has just embraced that and we've been continuing to do that and uh, not able to talk about these things in in uh, you know gathering or with our friends or doctors or anything like that so i think that is what we are up for now is we want to change this i think a lot of us are starting to realize and a lot of us are starting to realize that this is doing more damage yeah. than not yeah we are in a place where we want to change this and that's how it started so there are a whole bunch of us out there now mm. uh, wanting to change you know the guilt the shame the stigma and all these things that were associated with the word sex or masturbation or anything um and yeah i think it's time we change it 
So, you know, sex ed in any case is not something which is happening in India, especially with, um, you know, parents telling their kids uh, about sex. And obviously, there's no conversation between mothers and daughters about, you know, masturbation. But between friends, you know, in school, in colleges, or even later on in life, when you talk about masturbation, if at all, there's so much, you know, forget stigma, there's also myths, like, you know, some of the things that you could hear would be, you know, if you masturbate, you get acne, or it will make sex more painful, or it'll make you lose your virginity. So how can, you know, one address these myths and do away with them? Sure. I think the way to address myths is education. And um, like I said, there are so many of us who are out there to actually starting educating. And I always do tell people that sex education in school, you know, there are a certain number of schools that are starting the sex education and employing the sex education companies to come and do sex ed for their children, which is fantastic. But I feel like sex education should involve parents as well, because here in schools, when we have primary school children, like, you know, before they become a teenager or before they go into high school, we do have a sex ed session here where parents are also invited. And, you know, it's a nice forum where you have the parents, where you have the children, and you have a formal educator actually using all the common words, common languages, you know, periods, menstruation, masturbation, the whole bunch of things. And it is nicer if it is done in a formal way and taught because it is important. You're right. A lot of the people don't know. A lot of the people have their own understanding of things and how it works. So I think both parents and children have to get educated. And it is very, very important. And it makes it easier, like you mentioned, for that communication to initiate even at home. Once it is already done in a different place, and once these words have already been used, when your parent is around, you know, it just makes it easier both for the parent and the child to actually break this conversation or talk about this at home, which mm-hmm. I think is a very good way of, you know, facilitating that sex positive environment. And because every starts yeah. like at a younger age than when you're older, it, you you know, the guilty conscience is not there versus like when... No, it ha- that's correct. That's correct. And it's not enough if you take off the guilty conscience of just the youngsters by sex educating them because the parents who are at home who are of an older generation or a generation that believed that this is shameful is also there. So it's very important. To, it's a good way to actually involve them as well and try to remove this kind of beliefs or remove like... I always use the word unlearn. So we have learned a lot of things in a certain way and that's why we believe it. And I think it is time to understand and unlearn what we have learned, which is very difficult. So for the parent generation, it's also important to unlearn what they have been learning for a very long time. And it's also helpful for the younger generation who are listening to this in school that even the parents are being told the same thing, you know, in that mm-hmm. way. Yeah. Mm. So when we're talking about unlearning, Uh, I think we also need to start talking about one very important thing, which is why should women masturbate? Like, you know, in your opinion, what do you think uh, are all the reasons why women should masturbate the stigma withstanding, notwithstanding? Okay. See, I want to really actually say that I won't say women should masturbate. Mm -hmm. There is no should. Right. Mm -hmm. Whether someone wants to masturbate, whether someone does not want to masturbate, whether they want to masturbate every day in the morning or every day in the night, uh, whether they want to do it once a week or once a month. All this is individual dependent and none of it is wrong. 
all of it is right. What you want to do and how much you want to do or not want to do at all is your personal choice. So, so that's one thing. And the other important thing is like if you're asking for benefits of mm -hmm. masturbation, masturbation has several benefits. Uh, first of all, to start off is self-exploration, you know, knowing yourself well, knowing your body well and knowing what if what st part stimulation gives you pleasure or what parts would you like to be stimulated to feel pleasurable and all of those things. So you have a better knowledge of what actually you'd like, which makes it kind of actually easy when you're having sex. And if mm. the partner is, you know, and if you're able to communicate and the partner is doing something that doesn't give you pleasure, but you're someone who gets pleasure by doing something else, it's easier because you've actually explored yourself and you know exactly what gives you pleasure and you're able to communicate with the partner rather than be dissatisfied with your sexual life because you're not getting what actually gives you pleasure. So in that way, masturbation is actually a plus, knowing your body and being able mm -hmm. to explore yourself. The other benefit of masturbation is it's a it's a big stress releaser because of all the hormones you know that is released uh, during masturbation or when you're having an orgasm all the happy hormones are released so it's a fantastic stress reliever so a lot of people do it for stress relieving um, and it also kind of you know calms you down in a way and mm -hmm. makes people who are not actually you know able to sleep or something if you notice you know a lot like a lot of the people after sex go to sleep mm -hmm. or after masturbating can go to sleep. So it kind of actually helps you uh, for sleeping better if you're not able to go to sleep as well. So there are several ways in which masturbation can actually be helpful. And it also increases, you know, when you're feeling stress-free, it kind of increases your confidence. It makes you feel lighter and happy and bubblier. So yeah, so it has all these kind of benefits if and when you want to masturbate. So it's, it's both a body positive activity and a mental health activity in a way. I mean, very, very, yes, it's a very body positive activity and a very, very important mental health activity. In fact, I think if you're not releasing that kind of, you know, want or need, it kind of becomes very depressing. People can feel very low when their sexual needs are not met mm -hmm. and not satisfied. And they can feel very low if they can't talk about it and also believe that masturbation is wrong and they're waiting for someone to come and fulfill that need. And if that person is not doing the right thing that's making them, you know, come or orgasm, it's kind of really hard. So actually masturbation is very, very healthy and it is something that really, if you want to do it, people can do it and there's nothing wrong about it. So I always get some common questions about masturbation and I would like to clarify that in this uh, mm -hmm. forum. So first is, yes, you can masturbate every day. It's nothing wrong if you masturbate every day and a lot of the people do it and that's really okay. So when you're masturbating daily, don't feel guilty that you feel like you want to masturbate every day because that is okay. And the second thing is there's a lot of myths associated with masturbation. Like does masturbation cause acne? Does it cause hair fall? Does it cause my penis to shrink? Does it make my vaginal hole big? And all of this is a big no. Masturbation doesn't do any of this. And masturbating throughout your younger age does not affect your fertility. Definitely not. And no. masturbation also does not decrease your sex drive with a person. If any anything it makes women orgasm a bit more easier because you know rather than doing things that you don't know what's going to orgasm they would have known and learned their body well so in fact to reach the orgasm to able to satisfy each other in a relationship actually gets better if you're someone who has been masturbating and know your body a little bit much more better and well okay so um 
what would you say is the right way of masturbating and i don't i don't mean in terms of positions or finding pleasure but strictly in terms of hygiene because i know for the fact that lot of us because there's so much lack of education out there get a lot of things wrong yeah yeah you're right you're right um, see look i mean whatever gives you pleasure is fine and i feel like your hands and your fingers you know are the are the best way to actually start whether you're either rubbing something or whether you're actually inserting anything into anything your hands and fingers are best because you know uh, they belong to you they are natural they are mm-hmm. your skin and they also don't break they don't you know of course if you're having sharp big nails be very careful uh but if you're not usually they don't give you cuts and bruises and tears and stuff like that so i feel like your hands and fingers are very very safe uh to start off with using and the other most common thing people use is you know their pillows and the beds to rub on that you know that they're sleeping on and that's fine as well because that's not really penetrating and stuff like that and you're right like from what you're saying i think you know i understand you know people try to put all kind of things yeah. uh to find pleasure and stuff like like that and to be honest there are a few rules for the like things that you want to actually put in one is they shouldn't break that's very very important um and the second thing is you don't put things that are porous that actually have you know like they're very like absorbing or mm-hmm. you know like things like sponge or things like that if you put in they absorb the discharge they become rough and it's really bad so you don't actually put and then they grow things in it they're hard to clean so you don't put things that are porous usually in and you don't put things that are easily breakable as well and so like no carrots no radishes no cucumbers yeah yeah <laughs> no no please i don't well i don't think carrots are a good idea and to be honest especially if you're doing anal please don't put any of these things so you know fin- finger are great and of course you have very very basic uh toys that you get these days i understand that toys can be expensive but you get very very basic ones as well uh so anal toys usually have a very broad base because you don't want anything going inside and breaking and unable to take and the broad base helps things from not going into the bum hole and not coming back so those kind of things are very important to know and to use so to start off with if you're exploring your fingers and your hands and probably you know rubbing in things that are safer are better and if you're putting things in make sure they're pretty like they're long they're easily removable and they're not breakable and they're not like you know sponges to absorb they're not porous so that's very important mm-hmm. and in things that cannot be washed and keep clean or cannot be dried straight away and things like that it's better to throw them out uh you know rather than try to have something moist sitting there and then trying to use them back into your you know vagina or anus because that will give you infections though they are not stis they can give you infections from other bugs that are sitting on them and growing on them so these things are you know very important um and i also feel like we are in an era where we are lucky you know there's all kind of sex toys so we can probably go and explore that angle rather than use stuff that's lying around so since you were talking about you know using your hands is this is the most natural way perhaps of masturbating uh, would you say that high end hygiene also has a role to play here well you can you can i mean if you feel like you want to wash your hands before you touch yourself you can but i think nobody does that and it's and to be honest in today's era we washing our hands 100 yeah. times also 
alcohol. Uh, so I, I feel like we are okay with it, but it's a good idea. Probably after you're done with masturbation and stuff like that, you want to go and, you know, wash your hands and stuff and then get into bed. So that's, that's good, but you don't really have to go and wash, you know, soap up your hands and stuff like that before you masturbate. But if you want to, you can feel free to. Okay. So um, before we bring this session to an end, um, I just want to understand how can we spread the notion that masturbation is an act of self-love? How can we sort of remove the stigma and educate uh, people? Uh, maybe it'd be our friends or, you know, colleagues or even our parents for that matter. See, I always tell people the act of sex or the act of masturbation is the same. You do the exact same things. It gives you the exact same pleasure and you come in the end. How is it okay when it is done with another person? And how is it not okay when it is done for yourself? So I want some, but I want people to actually think about this nice and clear because, you know, when you're married to someone and there is no question about, I want to have sex with my husband every day, or I want to have sex with my wife every day. Nobody questions that because we accept that it is a natural phenomenon. You're married, so you are allowed to have sex and you can have as much sex as you want and nobody questions that. But when it comes to giving yourself the exact same pleasure, probably doing the exact same things with different, you know, uh, half fingers or toys, that somehow becomes not okay. That somehow gives you guilt, shame, and a whole bunch of questions and self-doubt. So this is something I want to think. It's the exact same thing. So it shouldn't make a difference at all. I also believe that the we are all growing up and we have all been instilled that when things are done for yourself, that is selfish. Hmm. When things are done for others or with others, it is actually okay. And your value actually increases based on how much and other people actually need you or want you or how much you do for others is how good you are. I think that belief is what is making you feel like when you do sex with someone else, it's actually good or you're doing it for them or yourself, it doesn't matter. But when you feel like you're doing it for yourself, you look at yourself like you're selfish and there is shame and guilt attached to it. So I think these are the things that we actually have to go back and look right yeah. doing things for yourself is okay and the exact same act done with someone else is okay so it should be okay actually in every way doing it for yourself so masturbation is okay it is healthy it is something that can help you feel lighter mentally has tons of physical health benefits so ardent hope with this episode guys is that you can you know do away with the taboo like dr nivedita said in the last episode the aim is to untaboo this and mm-hmm. um, Dr. Navitata, thank you so much. Next episode, we're going to untaboo more things with you. So thank you for this insightful session. Thank you so much for having me. You were listening to Health Shots, brought to you by HD Smartcast. HD Smartcast.